0: The Lord be with you, and also with you. Lift up your hearts, We lift them up to the Lord. Upon this matriculation Sunday here in the heart of Boston University, whose motto is Learning Virtue and Piety, we gather for ordered worship. The liturgy, music, sacrament, and homily are offered this day for our gathered congregation within Marsh Chapel, for our radio congregation across New England at WBUR 90.9 FM and for our internet listenership, now and later, around the globe at WBUR.org. We welcome your prayerful and material support, your written and emailed response, your self-selection of forms of ministry, leadership, leadership, and service in our midst, and as the Spirit moves, come Sunday, your presence with us here in worship. This is the day the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. As we are able, may we stand in the praise of God. May we pray together. Almighty God, the fountain of all wisdom, enlightened by your Holy Spirit, those who teach and those who learn, that rejoicing in the knowledge of your truth, they may worship you and serve you from generation to generation through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Please be seated.
1: A lesson from the Epistle of James, chapter 1, verses 22 through 27. Be doers of the word, and not merely hearers who deceive themselves. For if any hearers of the word, and not doers, they are like those who look at themselves in a mirror. For they look at themselves, and, on going away, immediately forget what they were like. But those who look into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and persevere, being not hearers who forget, but doers who act, they will be blessed in their doing. If any think they are religious, and do not bridle their tongues but deceive their hearts, their religion is worthless. Religion that is pure and undefiled before God the Father is this. To care for orphans and widows in their distress, and to keep oneself unsustained by the world's. The word of the Lord.
2: Please join me in saying verses from Psalm 45 with the antiphon. My heart overflows with a godly theme. I address my verses to the king. My tongue is like the pen of a ready scribe. You are the most handsome
3: of men. Grace is poured upon your lips. Therefore, God has blessed you forever.
2: Your throne, O oh God, endures forever and ever. Your royal scepter is the scepter of equity. Your love, righteousness, and hate, wickedness.
3: Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness beyond your companions.
2: Your robes are all fragrant with myrrh and aloe and cassia. From the ivory palaces, stringed instruments make you glad.
3: Daughters of King.
4: Holy Gospel of our Lord, Jesus Christ, according to St. Mark, chapter 7. Glory to you, O Lord. Now when the Pharisees and some of the scribes who had come from Jerusalem gathered around him, they noticed that some of his disciples were eating with defiled hands, that is, without washing them. For the Pharisees and all the Jews do not eat unless they thoroughly wash their hands, thus observing the tradition of the elders, they do not eat anything from the market unless they wash it. And there are also many other traditions that they observe, the washing of cups, pots, and bronze kettles. So the Pharisees and the scribes asked him, Why do your disciples not live according to the tradition of the elders, but eat with defiled hands? He said to them, Isaiah prophesied rightly about you hypocrites, as it is written, This people honors me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. In vain do they worship me, teaching human precepts as doctrines. You abandon the commandment of God and hold to human tradition. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, Lord Christ.
0: Please be seated. Beloved, as we begin this new academic year, we recognize that we are going to need a Sunday moment to take a breath in worship. And we're going to need a daily moment to take a breath in quiet, in prayer, maybe sitting quietly in this chapel. We say the best thing we do at Marsh Chapel is nothing at all. We open the doors and let people come. In your quiet, you may want to remember the guides that have carried you thus far. Take a deep breath. Remember the Decalogue. No other God, no graven image. Don't take the name of the Lord in vain. Remember the Sabbath. Honor father and mother. Thou shalt not kill, commit adultery, steal, bear false witness, or covet. You may want to remember the blessings, the gifts, Named in the dominical listing, blessed are the poor in spirit, theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Those who mourn, they shall be comforted. The meek, they shall inherit the earth. Those who hunger and thirst for justice, they shall be satisfied. The merciful, they shall obtain mercy. The pure in heart, they shall see God. The peacemakers, they shall be called the children of God. Those who are persecuted, For justice' sake, theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Or you may want to lift the remembrance of a creed or even of the apostles' teaching, direct, true. Let love be genuine. Hate what is evil. Hold fast what is good. Love one another with mutual affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. Never lag in zeal. Be ardent in spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in your hope. Be patient in tribulation. Be constant in prayer. Contribute to the needs of the saints. Practice hospitality. Take a moment each day to breathe. Take a big moment each week. To pray, we welcome you to Marsh Chapel and its ministry. One of our choristers, a fellow student of many of yours, Maggie Ward, brings you a formal word of welcome. Maggie?
5: Welcome to the very ministry of Marsh Chapel at Boston University for this fall of 2018. We look forward to getting to know you as you sign up to sing in a choir, as you volunteer to usher or greet, as you attend a fellowship or study group and especially as you worship with us on Sunday at 11 a.m. The envision mission of Marsh Chapel is to be a heart in the heart of the city and a service in the service of the city. To that end, Dr. Jarrett will invite you to vocal expressions of faith in the life of our music program. To that end, Ms. Chica will invite you to global outreach in our work with international students. To that end, Brother Whitney will invite you to take part and take leadership in campus student ministry. To that end, Mr. Bouchard will solicit your support for work and works in hospitality. This year, with our emphasis on voice, vocation, and volume in our shared life, we're using as a focus for our work the word hope. Our summer, fall, and spring term worship and community life are laden with expressions of hope. We trust and hope that each and every Sunday morning will become an occasion for the speaking and hearing of a word of faith in a pastoral voice toward a common hope. Where we can personally be helpful to you and where our staff, chaplains, and campus ministers can be a benefit and blessing to you, do not hesitate to call upon us. John Wesley famously called for a means of grace to spread scriptural holiness and reform the nation. Now that was a big dream. May grace expand and extend in meaning for all of us in the fall term of 2018.
6: Maggie,
0: thank you so much. We appreciate your word and words of welcome. In our communion meditation today, we ask you together to meditate on adventure and regret and faith. Adventure and regret and faith. These years, class of 2022 and others, our times of potential wonderful adventure. What a rush of energy each early September. What a privilege for those of us to see and hear and be a part of that expectation of adventure. Did you listen to the light voice of the choir under the song of songs? Voice beloved, leaping, bounding. Voice beloved, leaping. Bounding. These are years of adventure. Wonderful. Some of you may take that sense of adventure farther away than others. We have had quite a debate, haven't we, in this country over the last two and a half years about building a wall along the Rio Grande. About building a wall along the Rio Grande. But I have yet, maybe you've heard, I have yet to hear once a single reference To the Monroe Doctrine of 1823, which explicitly named for our country a particular and specific support of the countries of the Western Hemisphere, Canada to Mexico to Chile. A relationship not of denigration, but of privilege. To privilege, not to denigrate. So it may be that some of you in the adventure of the next decade will go down south and help to rebuild countries from Honduras on north in society and economy and culture and politics, community. What a sense of adventure that may be. We as a country have every reason to do it. We have the means, we have the motivation. And we have the Monroe Doctrine of 1823, but don't take my word for it. Listen to a rising senior and Marsh Chapel leader here who has uh, also earning a degree in international relations, Denise Nicole Stone. Denise, can you say a word or three to us about the Monroe Doctrine?
5: The Monroe Doctrine... Authored by James Monroe in 1823, is in the main a statement of American commitment to the welfare and well-being of our northern and southern neighbors, Canada to Chile. It has waned and waxed in actual influence, and at times has been tragically abused. Theodore Roosevelt added his own corollary about 100 years after the original. The Monroe Doctrine expresses American commitment to protection and defense of our neighbors in this hemisphere.
0: Well, thank you. Sounds like I got a pass on a pass-fail scale. You would have gotten an A. That is, there is every means and reason to learn and grow, so to do, to enter life with adventure. How happy we are for you, for the adventures that will befall you and which you will enter and engage. We also ask you as you're walking quietly or praying or worshiping, Keep in mind that life includes adventure and yet for all of us it includes regret. May your adventures be many, may your regrets be few. May your adventures be many, may your regrets be few, both in quantity and in quality, both in number and in dimension. We all end up having regrets. But as you're moving through these years, we hope and pray that they will be minimized. You know, there's a line in Shakespeare's play, Hamlet, Methinks the lady protesteth too much, that is an indication of someone hearing something that's false. It's not quite true. Queen Gertrude, I think, is listening and hears something that's just a little bit off and false. That's what comes with regret my friend Andrew Basevich said to the Boston University Academy some years ago, you're going off to college, you graduates. Sometimes you're going to be in a place or a space or an event, and there'll be a little radar going off with you, a little a little conscience, a little voice, something saying, Let's not go there right now. We encourage the regrets that though they come to be few, but don't take my word for it. We have here at Marsh Chapel a rising junior, a Marsh Chapel leader, and an English major named Tom Batson who can tell us the real deal about Hamlet.
4: Tom. Well, Dean Hill, the quotation, though often put as you did, is more accurately, the lady doth protest too much, methinks. The line so spoken is a little subtler and has an irony to it. Dear Queen Gertrude, remarks on the insincerity, the overstatement within the play within the play that Prince Hamlet creates. The play itself shows guilt and insincerity, as does the famous line about protesting too much. We use it in everyday speech to say that someone is lying.
0: So, Tom, and thank you for the correction and help. We recognize sometimes when we're looking each other in the eye and speaking and listening, when we're free for a moment of other means of interaction, when we can actually see and hear, something's not quite right there. May those moments, they come to us all, be fewer rather than uh, more developed. May they be, uh, across the years, just light and few. Your walk during the day will carry you maybe down Commonwealth Avenue, maybe down to the harbor, maybe into a quiet favorite space along the Esplanade. There you will recollect something of your own most self and whatever tradition or set of uh, remembrances you bring. As you do, think also about not only adventure and regret, but about faith, which is the capacity to balance the two which involve us all. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. In our Gospel according to St. Mark today, there's a difference. We're having a debate about honor, even this week, between honoring with the lips and honoring with the heart. The capacity in faith is to recognize that you may need the accelerator to go up the mountain of adventure but you may need the brake pad to come down the mountain of regret. I'm not ashamed of the gospel. It is the power of God for salvation to all who believe, to the Jew first and also to the Greek, for in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the righteous shall live by faith. Faith is the courage, the patience to pursue an adventure. Faith is the wisdom, the persistence to avoid a regret. Faith is the gathered life of the community, the gift of God in grace to us, and for that we need each other in hymnody, in prayer, in preaching, and in sacrament. Every Sunday we offer a prayer. Often the person giving the prayer is our lay leader, our chapter member director, and her name is Sandra Cole, and I'm going to ask her to conclude our communion meditation this morning with such a prayer. Sandra?
7: pray. Gracious God, holy and just, thou from whom we come and unto whom our spirits return, thou our dwelling place in all generations, rest upon us in the silence of this moment, we pray. Dry the tears of those moved to emotion in an hour of separation, Illumine the skyline of opportunity that lies behind the rain clouds of worry. Carry young hearts open to friendship and to seas of friendship. Help us hear for our time the voice of the prophet. What does the Lord require of you but to do justice, love mercy, and walk humbly? Help us, we earnestly pray, to prefer justice to judgment. Help us, we earnestly pray, to love the merciful more than the material. Help us, we earnestly pray, to walk humbly, not haughtily. May the degrees we earn turn by degrees the will of life from judgment to justice. May the courses we choose inspire in choices later, a keenness of mind matched by a fullness of heart. May the learning we gain afford us the gain of humility the honest desire to give credit where credit is due and not to tip the scale. May the friendships we make in their turn make us less inclined to judgment and more enamored of justice. May the regrets we acquire then incline us to mercy as we have felt mercy and not to material measurements alone. May the adventures we bravely pursue give us the wisdom to know our condition, mortal, frail, and prone to harm others frail and mortal. May our acquisition of knowledge chase us toward justice, toward mercy, and toward humility, and the wisdom to welcome later, perhaps much later, the recognition that the larger the body of knowledge, the longer the shoreline of mystery that surrounds it. The larger the body of knowledge, the longer the shoreline of mystery that surrounds it. Amen.
6: Good morning, we welcome you again to Marsh Chapel this morning. My name is Jessica Chica and I have the pleasure and privilege of serving as University Chaplain for international students here at Marsh. Thank you for joining us as a part of our community of worship today, whether you are seated here in the sanctuary, listening on the radio or live stream on the internet or later via our podcast. For those of you who are joining us in the sanctuary, we invite you to fill out your name and contact information in the red pads found along the center aisle of each pew. This will help us to get to know you better and you to get to know one another better. Today is a communion Sunday. Um, All are welcome to partake in communion. Wine will be served on the pulpit side, this side that I'm standing on, and grape juice will be served on the uh, lectern side. A gluten-free option is available upon request. Following the service, we invite you to join us at our monthly community luncheon downstairs if you are not heading up the street to matriculation. If you are heading up the street to matriculation, please stop by outside to get some snacks and water as you wait to join the matriculation processional. Uh, With a quick announcement from the music department, I'd like to invite Dr. Scott Allen Jarrett.
4: Good morning, everybody. I'm supposed to be very quick. Please come sing in the choir. There are, there are three options. The Marsh Chapel Choir, you see before you, is back for the first time after their summer hiatus. Welcome back, everybody. Glad to hear you and see you. The Thurman Choir will start rehearsals in another week or so. And the Interstrength Gospel Choir begins rehearsals uh, a week from today, Sunday, September 9th, here in the nave. There'll be some choristers to greet you at the end of the service if you're interested to learn more about how to join the choir. And time's up. Thank you very much. <laughs>
6: Thank you, Scott. Um, Tomorrow the chapel offices will be closed in observance of Labor Day. However, Tuesday begins a very busy and lively week here at Marsh Chapel. Uh, Starting out your first day of classes, students are invited to join us for breakfast downstairs in the Marsh Room anytime between 8 a.m. and 10 p.m., or 10 a.m., I'm sorry, on Tuesday uh, morning so that they can be physically and uh, spiritually fed to start out the school year. Following the breakfast, Religious Life student groups and Marsh Chapel will participate in our Religious Life Fair out on Marsh Plaza starting at 10 10 a.m. and going until 2 p.m. Students are invited to stop by as they navigate Comm Ave between their classes to learn about all of Religious Life opportunities here at BU. On Wednesday, we invite you to join us for our ecumenical communion service at 515 here in the nave led by Reverend Dr. Karen Coleman followed by a movie night downstairs in Robinson Chapel. Uh, The Marsh Organization for Volunteer Engagement, MOVE, will be sponsoring this movie night. Dinner will be provided. On Thursday, we invite the wider chapel community to join us for a chapel garden party out on the BU beach directly behind the chapel from 4.30 until 6 PM. Come meet staff, students, choir members, and chapter members, and enjoy some light refreshments. At 6 p.m. following that, those interested in joining the Marsh Chapel Choir can come in and audition for the choir. On Friday, students are invited to join us out on Marsh Plaza to decorate some tiny terracotta pots and plant succulents that they can take home at our Greening of the Dorms event that starts at 11 o'clock. The number of plants are limited, so we encourage students to get there early. And then next Sunday, there are a multitude of events and fellowship opportunities. Please join us for our annual cookout lunch after the service out on the BU beach. Our Bible study will also begin next week, focusing on 1 Corinthians at 12.30 p.m. in the Thurman Room, which is downstairs. And the first meeting of the Thurman Choir, our non-audition-based volunteer choir, will also take place at 12.30 p.m. in Robinson Chapel. For all other news and upcoming events, please visit our social media pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, as well as the chapel website at bu.edu chapel, where there is also the opportunity for online giving. Now as the ushers wait upon us for the offering, may we remember that it is a gift and a discipline to be a giver.
8: give you thanks, O God, this day for life and work and peace. Bless these gifts and the givers, we pray, to the work of ministry in this place and throughout the world. Amen. Jesus said, before you offer your gift, go and be reconciled. As brothers and sisters in God's family, we come together to ask God for forgiveness. Father, you are always present. Free us, we are not living in your faithfulness. Jesus, you are always self-giving. Forgive us for living for ourselves. Holy Spirit, you always lead us forward. Forgive us for holding back. May God Almighty forgive you all your sins and keep you walking in love in the Spirit for Christ's sake. Amen. Where two or three are gathered together in my name, says Jesus, there am I in the midst of them. The peace of the Lord be always with you. you. Let us share with one another signs of peace. Wise and gracious God, you spread a table before us. Nourish your people with the word of life and the bread of heaven. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give God thanks and praise. Blessed are you, Lord God, our light and our salvation. To you be glory and praise forever. From the beginning you have created all things, and all your works echo the silent music of your praise. In the fullness of time you made us in your image the crown of all creation. You give us breath and speech, that with angels and archangels and all the powers of heaven we may find a voice to sing your praise. How wonderful the work of your hands, O God! As a mother tenderly gathers her children, you embraced a people as your own. When they turned away and rebelled, your love remained steadfast. From them you raised up Jesus, our Savior, born of Mary, to be the living bread in whom all our hungers are satisfied. Jesus offered his life for sinners, and with a love stronger than death, opened wide his arms on the cross. On the night before he died, Jesus came to supper with friends and taking bread gave you thanks. He broke it and gave it to them saying, Take, eat. This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. At the end of supper, taking the cup of wine, he gave you thanks and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Great is the mystery of faith. Christ, holy God, we plead with confidence Christ's sacrifice made once for all upon the cross. We remember Jesus dying and rising in glory, and we rejoice that he intercedes for us at your right hand. Pour out your Holy Spirit as we bring before you these gifts of your creation. May they be for us the body and blood of your dear Son. As we eat and drink these holy things in your presence, form us in the likeness of Christ and build us into a living temple to your glory. Bring us at the last with all the saints to the vision of that eternal splendor for which you have created us, through Jesus Christ our Savior, by whom, with whom, and in whom, with all who stand before you and earth and heaven, we worship you, almighty and all-loving God, in songs of everlasting praise. Blessing and honor and glory and power be yours forever and ever. Amen. And now, with the confidence of children of God, we are bold to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy earth be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. We break this bread to share in the body of Christ. Though we are many, we are one body because we all share in one bread. Jesus is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Blessed are those who are called to his supper. Lord, I am not worthy to receive you, but only say the word and I shall be healed. Come, for all things are now ready. Let us pray. God of all mercy, in this Eucharist, you have set aside our sins and given us your healing. Grant that we who are made whole in Christ may bring that healing to this broken world. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.
0: May the sun show warm and bright on you, your darkest night a star shine through, your dullest morn a radiance brew, and when dusk comes, God's hand to you. The blessing of God Almighty, creator, redeemer, sustainer, be and abide with each one of us now and forever. Amen.